Hello, everybody. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. We have a lot to break down. Rocky Rocky Bang Bang has sat down with Bethany Frankel in a three-part interview, and tonight we're breaking down part two. The cast is responding. Ariana speaking out. Katie speaking out. Kristen Doty speaking out. Lisa Vanderpump is speaking out. We're going to get into all of that, and then we're going to do an Ask Zach at the end of this episode. So get ready. Let's get it. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Let's dive in, everybody. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. Thank you for your patience this week with my content. I am in the middle of my move, and I just got LASIK eye surgery on Tuesday. So that's why I was wearing glasses in Wednesday's episode, or sunglasses. I'm no longer wearing sunglasses. I can I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. Um, I do have a little bit of redness in my, what is this, my left eye? trying to not look directly into the light. But um, yeah, I do have a little bit of redness. My eyes are still a little dry, which will, you know, the redness, which is kind of like bruising in my eye, that should go away within like a week or two. And then eventually, I mean, I will probably have a little bit of dry eyes for the next couple of weeks. But for the most part, I can see there's supposed to be a full recovery, I believe, within six months. So I should really like have good vision within that six months. But like the fact that I can wake up right now and even see without context, without glasses, I feel great. I've been putting in my drops. I've been doing the damn thing. Let's get it, get it, get Oh, Lala's supposed to get LASIK in two weeks. Um, Take DH3. There's a, a supplement D. DE3, I think is what it is. Take lots of omegas. Start doing eye drops early on. Um, drink lots of water and make sure you stay very hydrated. That's my advice. I went to Dr. Alexandra Shabil in Newport Beach, LASIK Medical Center. She was fabulous. I love her. I adore her. She took very good care of me. So she said that my my flaps, because they cut your eye open and they like open it and then they put the lasers in there and then they flap it back over. It's wild. Uh, we filmed the whole thing, so stay tuned. I'll release a YouTube video and an Instagram reel with kind of like a day in the life of my procedure. Stay tuned for that. Um, but I know you don't care about my LASIK eye surgery. You care about Bethany and Rachel. So let's get into Bethany and Rachel. And like I said, at the end of this episode, we will do a Ask Zach. Uh, so save your questions until the end. Some of you did call into our new Ask Zach hotline, so I will play your messages. I'll shout you out, and I'll answer your questions live. Um, let me know what you're up to this weekend because I do love you guys. And I just realized I forgot to go live on the Instagram. So let's get the Instagram live. Bethany and Rachel. Let's get that going. Um, and we'll dive in momentarily. This is also my last night in my new apartment, which is like sentimental because um, I'm officially moving tomorrow morning. So wild, wild, wild time. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One second, guys. All right. So let's dive in, shall we? 
part two dropped Thursday morning on Bethany's podcast, Just Be. At this point, I kind of feel like I want her to just be quiet because she's really irritating the hell out of me. And Rocky Rocky Bang Bang is just like not doing herself any favors. The fact that she even went on this podcast with Bethany is just, it's redonkulous, okay? And anybody that's like falling for it and being like, yes, I love it. Like you're embarrassing yourself. Please stop. Okay, part two. So they open up by saying they're going to get into the Sheena, they're going to get into the reunion, and they're going to get into the dog. I will tell you, they don't get into the dog because Bethany's trying to stretch this out over three parts. Part three is supposed to drop on Friday morning. So we don't get into the dog. I'm assuming that's what we'll get into on Friday because part two is only like a half hour. Part one was about like 45 minutes. So I'm assuming part three is also going to be about a half hour as well. And she's just really trying to monetize the shit out of this as much as she absolutely can. So... Sheena or Raquel gets into Rachel, Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang, whatever we want to call her these days. She claims that the night of Watched Happens Live when the scandal broke and everybody started to find out, or at least the cast members did. She claims that Sheena pushed her into a a wall really hard, which made her bang her head and hurt herself and injure herself. She says she has a, a scar on her eyebrow that will last forever. I don't know how you... I. Don't know how you know that that scar is going to last. It's literally in her eyebrow. You can't even see it. A little makeup and it covers it up. Whatever. Drama, right? She claims that she was pushed into a wall by Sheena. She also claims that Sheena socked her in the eye and left her the permanent scar on her eyebrow. Sheena's been very clear that, like, she can't make a fist because of her nails. So Sheena's like, I did not punch her in the face. That's not true. Sheena hasn't spoken out, but I do know Sheena is doing a live podcast taping at the Bourbon Room. I love the Bourbon Room. I've done a couple shows there. Uh, Sheena's doing her podcast at the Bourbon Room next Sunday. So stop justifying the physical attack. Listen, Ashley, I'm not justifying. I didn't say, hey, yeah, she deserved to be punched in the face. I didn't justify it. I'm saying this is what Raquel is claiming and this is what Sheena claimed, okay? There are two different versions of the story. I didn't justify anything. I relayed the message that both women are portraying, okay? Sheena said one thing. Raquel said another thing, okay? Calm your tits. Shit. Let me get into the story before you start dragging me. Sorry, I just had a, a an energy drink, so I'm feeling a little spicy. Um, that said, at first, Raquel or Rachel says that she thought that she deserved to be physically assaulted by Sheena, but you know she thought that she deserved it in that moment. I know a lot of people are like, "Yeah, she deserved it. She slept with her best friend's friend. Whatever, right?" She said that she was also sad that Sheena threw her phone into the street. Because it was a brand new iPhone that she had just bought. And she wanted to make sure that the iPhone was okay. So she went into the street and she picked up the iPhone that Sheena threw into the street. And she was like, oh, okay, it's not broken. Thank God. And Sheena did admit to throwing her phone in the street. Sheena said that she put, she pushed her off of her, that Raquel went to grab her. Sheena pushed her off of her, grabbed her phone, and threw it in the street. So that's Sheena's version. That's Rachel's version. Rachel seems very clear that Sheena punched her in the face. Raquel's a lot. I've been very clear. It looked from my perspective, Raquel's a lot taller than Sheena. Raquel was wearing heels that night. Sheena was also wearing heels, but it's just like, it was an, I don't know. It just, it didn't, something about the story didn't check out and they clearly have very different versions of what happened that night. She says that she hates that Sheena doubled down on this narrative that she's a liar and a cheat. And I'm like, you hate that Sheena doubled down on the narrative that you're a liar and a cheat, but you lied and you cheated. Like you literally did both of those things. You lied about an affair for seven months 
and then you continued to lie up until the reunion, up until after the reunion when you decided to come clean and do an interview, you consistently lied repeatedly. And yes, people can say that Tom Sandoval manipulated her, but it's like at one point do we hold a grown woman accountable for doing grown woman things? She was a grown adult that made grown adult choices, not a mistake because people are like, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody gets what I'm talking about. Everybody has those days. Nobody's perfect. But hello, she's an adult, okay? She's not 19. The naivete excuse I think we can pass the buck on to because she's a grown adult woman. She made grown adult choices repeatedly. So did Tom Sandoval. I'm not excusing him. He's just not the one doing an interview with Bethany Frankel. Anyway, she doesn't love that Sheena called her a liar and a cheat, even though she lied and cheated. She doesn't think that filing a restraining order was out of question because she says that, you know, the reason she decided to file the restraining order is because Sheena put a punching emoji on Instagram or a pow, a fist emoji. Sheena made a comment on Instagram and left a fist emoji on a photo that she posted of her and Ariana. It was Sheena and Ariana. And she said, I always have your back. And then it was a fist. It was like this one, which could also be in solidarity because it's like fist up emoji didn't necessarily mean to be a punch emoji. It could have been a joke because that's what Rachel was claiming. She was going around telling everybody that she got punched in the face by Lil Sheena Shea, who's like 5'4", five, 5'2", five, I don't know, who, tiny. Um, but she's like, no, I should. I believe that I should have filed the restraint order because Sheena even put a punching emoji and I don't feel safe around Sheena. Sheena's literally like this tiny if anybody's ever, I'm small, I'm 5'7", and Sheena's smaller than me, okay? Anybody that would be physically afraid of me, I'm going to laugh at you, literally. Um, but whatever, not to diminish Rocky Rocky Bang Bang's experience because this is her truth and we want to honor her truth. But it's like, I want to honor your truth, but I also was hoping you would take some sort of accountability. And I don't feel like she's taken any accountability in any of this interview. She's leaning into the victimhood. Um, Bethany also doesn't really seem to press her on anything. She doesn't really seem like Bethany's like, tell me your story. And then Bethany's like reacting to it. She's like, oh my God, what? You had an affair for seven months? It's like, uh, bitch, did you not do your research? Like, come on. Some of us out here, I saw Kate Casey tweeted something about this too. It's like some of us are actually out here interviewing people and taking an interest in our guests when they come on our show, giving them the space and the grace to actually tell their side of the story, right? And actually wanting to hear the truth, right? If you're... I mean, however you want to consider yourself, an interviewer, a journalist, a podcaster, whatever, when you're interviewing somebody, like, hello, you want to make sure not only do they get to tell their side of the story, but you also want to make sure you get the facts straight so that you can press them on certain things as well, because you want an honest interview. That said, she, Rachel, doesn't think that she should be assaulted and still be considered the villain. Okay. I mean, listen, I don't think anybody should be assaulted. But at the same time, it's kind of just like, like, when do we take accountability for our actions? I'm sorry. James Kennedy was right when he's like, you threw your life away for Tom Sandoval's 40-year-old little cocky cock. I'm sorry. I agree with him. Where's your dog? My dog's asleep right here. Where's your dog? Um... So, yeah, she doesn't think that she should be assaulted and considered the victim at the same time. She said that she thought that reality TV would be fun, but it wasn't. Like, what does that mean that people always use? Oh, thank you, Jennifer Williams, for the super chat on the YouTube. Jennifer says, got my wine out. Can we discuss how Rachel doubles down and how Tom and Ariana were just roommates and not all in a and not in a romantic relationship? If so, why why did they hide it? Make it make sense. Um 
Rachel doubles down on Tom and Ariana just being roommates. I mean, she has to double down on that because that's the narrative that she's trying to craft is that Tom and Ariana didn't have a real relationship. But if they, if they didn't have a real relationship, then why was it so hard for Tom to break up with Ariana? Why were they in couples therapy? You don't go to couples therapy because you're not willing to be committed to the relationship. Like his excuse, his bullshit excuse about being like, well, I went to couples therapy because that was my way of trying to break up with her. Bullshit. Who goes to therapy to break up with somebody? You go to therapy to try and save the relationship. You don't go to therapy because you're like, yeah, I'm done. Dumb, right? He's just as much of a ding dong as, as Rocky Rocky Bang Bang is. They're both dumb and they're both wrong and they're both villains in this era, right? Because villains always ebb and flow. You don't stay the villain forever. You have a bad season. You have a comeback season. Then the pendulum turns, right? That's really what it is. Then Bethany asks about the naughty FaceTime being brought up on national television. She's like, how do you feel? There was a FaceTime. What was this FaceTime? How do you feel about this being brought up on national television? First of all, it was not brought up on national television. And if Bethany did her research, she would know that. It was never brought up on television. The video was never played. The video was never discussed. Even when they talk about Raquel, or sorry, when they talk about Ariana finding a video of Raquel on the phone, she's not allowed to say it was a FaceTime. She's not allowed to say what was on the FaceTime. All of that stuff was completely edited out. So again, if Bethany did her research instead of being a total moron, she would have actually known that that never actually happened, right? Moving forward. Raquel says she felt like her privacy was violated. Okay, so be pissed at Tom Sandoval. He's the one that recorded you. But no, instead you're over here talking about how he was performing his hit single at Tom Tom, his hit new single. Laughable. My God, what a joke. Um so she says that she feels like her privacy is violated. And listen, that's a real thing, right? Somebody recording you without your permission, it is a violation. I don't want to take that away from her. I will own that, right? But she says that when she brought it up to Tom, because she says that she did a, uh, confront him about this, this is gross. She says that Tom told her that the real reason that he recorded her is because he wanted to, he wanted to, uh, he did it because he wanted her to see how beautiful she was later. Ew, if you're recording me during sex, don't tell me it's because you want to see how you want me to see how beautiful I am in that. No, 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 thank you, sir. Thank you, Nat. I don't want to trust me. I need to know that I'm being recorded so I can make sure the angles make me look beautiful. Okay. Otherwise, I don't want to see that shit. Crazy. He's gross. Ew, David. Ew. Like, that's the stupidest excuse. You're gross. Okay. Total creeper. Listen. She said that she wouldn't have given him permission if he had asked to record it. I kind of believe her. I believe when you are a public figure, you do, you know, you don't want that stuff out there. And you are a little more conservative about putting that type of stuff out into the world, or at least making sure that it, it exists. Mtronics on YouTube, thank you for the super sticker, my love. I appreciate you. Um, why can't anyone allow Raquel to be human? She is human. But part of being human, my love, is making mistakes. And when you make mistakes, well, actually, she made more than a mistake. She made choices, repeated choices. It, she made the same mistake over and over and over and over and over to the point where it was no longer a mistake. It was a deliberate decision that she made. Part of being human means that you're not perfect. And it doesn't mean that you're, you know, absolved of any wrongdoing. Part of being human means that you're flawed and you make stupid decisions, right? She made a repeated, deliberate continuous decision to lie to Ariana's face. Maybe they weren't best friends. That's besides the point. It's the fact that she was still friendly to Ariana while banging her boyfriend and then asking about her sex life on camera. 
while off camera screwing her man of nine years and saying that she wouldn't have done it if she would have thought that their relationship had longevity. I'm sorry, that's not your decision to make, my love, unless you're the one that's in that relationship. So yes, Raquel is human, but part of being human is being flawed and taking accountability for when you make mistakes. Period. End of story. So Raquel says that when filming picked up again for the whole Scandaball stuff, that Tom admitted it on camera that he recorded it and felt bad about it. And I think that's when he made that comment about like, well, I just wanted you to see how beautiful you were when you were on FaceTime in your hotel room watching porn. Because she's like, I was watching porn and I was she was doing video on demand porn in her hotel room. And then she's like, let me call Tom Sandoval. I'm sorry, that's not a mistake. You turn on porn in your hotel room and then you call somebody else's man on FaceTime while there's porn on in the background. That's not a mistake. That's a deliberate decision. Humans make mistakes and should be held accountable for the mistakes that they made, okay? Um, Everyone on the show has made stupid repeated decisions. Yes, but not to this degree, right? Sheena was having an affair with Eddie Cibrian. Yes, but Eddie Cibrian also was lying to Sheena in saying that he was no longer with his wife, Brandy, that they were separated. Same thing with Lala Kent. She was with Randall while Randall was telling her that he was no longer with Amber Childers. He was still with Amber Childers. Tom Sandoval was in a relationship with Ariana. Not only does do we see that on the show, but then Ariana told Raquel to her face, I still think he's hot. I'm still very much into him. I want to be with Tom. She said that on camera to Raquel. So Ariana very clearly expressed to Raquel that they were still in a relationship. Raquel was aware of the fact that they were in a relationship. Randall lied to Lala. Eddie Cibrian lied to Sheena. Kristen and Jax admitted that, yes, they hooked up, but it was a emotionless hookup, a no strings attached, no emotion. They weren't into each other. It was just purely sex. Still wrong, right? Because Kristen was in a relationship and Jax was Stassi's ex and Stassi was her best friend. Still awful. Still not great, but it was a two-time emotionless hookup. Tom and Ariana was a full-blown love affair. They were having sex together at Sheena's wedding. They were FaceTiming each other, FaceTiming each other and doing naughty stuff on camera with each other. Like it was a whole on affair that they both went into knowingly and repeatedly continued to participate in that. Okay. So back to when filming started picking up again and and Tom admitted, you know, to filming or recording the FaceTime, which a lot of people are saying, doesn't it notify you when you're being recorded? No, when you're on a FaceTime, it notifies you if somebody screenshots you, but it does not notify you if somebody is screen recording the video. There is no audio though. So whatever he was recording, it was literally just the two of them, Tom and Raquel masturbating on FaceTime with no sound creepy, right? Who's going to want to watch that back and think of how beautiful they look on FaceTime? Nobody looks good on FaceTime. That's why you need filters. That's why you do it on Snapchat and you can add a cute little filter to it. <laughs> or Instagram, the, the disappearing Instagram ones. That's what I do. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Do you guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have 357 live on YouTube right now. Please hit the like button and let's get it, get it, get it. Um, okay. So w- after filming that scene with Tom and, and Rachel, Tom, according to Rachel, boycotted filming unless they edited that out of the scene. I remember reporting on this. I believe TMZ was the first one to report on it, that he stopped filming and he was upset. He wanted to refilm that entire scene. It looks like as a, um, bargain instead of refilming the entire scene they just ended up editing out the FaceTime altogether there was no mention of it there was no talk of it like it was literally just erased from the actual episode 
uh, Rachel says that she thinks that she gets more hate than Tom Sandoval does. Listen, I will agree with that. I think some people hold. Well, actually, no. Look at people are dragging Tom Sandoval. People are going to his shows and dragging him in his shows. Like at his Tom Sandoval and the most extra shows. People boo him. People, you know, are not treating him very well. I think the difference, though, is Rachel keeps putting herself in the line of fire. I think Tom hasn't done any interviews since the Howie Mandel interview. Maybe he's done a couple of TMZ interviews, but those people have dragged him for for that as well, right? Rachel continues to put herself in the line of fire. She continues to talk to the press. Now she's doing this full-on sit-down interview with Bethany, and she just looks like a clown. So... People are only reacting to what Tom and Rachel are putting out there. And unfortunately, Rachel continues to put herself in the line of fire. We wouldn't be talking about this had she not done it. I actually think the cast would have come around to her had she gone back to filming. I think Lala would have actually shown her a little bit of sympathy considering how awful she was. But I think she would have had an opportunity to mend with the cast because she would have had to force she would have been forced to have filmed with the cast and the cast eventually, maybe not all of them, but I think some of them would have actually buckled had she leaned into this Tom Sandoval took advantage of me, manipulated me, whatever. I think the, some of the girls, maybe not all of them, but I think a couple of them maybe would have been a little more willing to hear her out but Bethany then explains the Bethany clause to Rachel and if I have to hear about the fucking Bethany clause one more damn time all she talks about is the Bethany clause and you know what I still don't even know what the fuck the Bethany clause is what is the Bethany clause she's like the Bethany clause it's where they try to take a piece of your business but they don't that's the Bethany clause what does that mean is it literally called the Bethany clause because I've never heard anybody refer to the Bethany clause other than Bethany and what is the exact clause? I've signed millions of contracts. Never once has there been a Bethany clause. I, I don't even understand what it is, but I'm sick of hiring. I'm sick of hearing about the Bethany clause. And she, of course, has to explain that to Rachel. She's like, and the Bethany clause. And do you know what the Bethany clause? And I created the Bethany clause. Got it. Thank you for stroking your ego once again, Bethany Frankel. Rachel then says that Tom was offered a producer credit for season 11. And she thinks that it's gross. I think it's gross too, but I also don't think that that's true. I think that that was probably Tom's manipulation. Tom lying to Rachel saying, hey, by the way, I am talking to production and they're going to give me a producer credit for the next season. So you should feel good about coming back next season because I got you. I'm going to get a producer credit, which means I'll be able to help, you know, control the scenario and I'll be able to make sure that you're you know, protected this upcoming season. It was probably his way of trying to get her to come back so that he didn't have to film alone. Eventually, he convinced Billy Lee to join. Maybe he told Billy that he's a producer on the show. I don't know. It's very unlikely and very rare that they ever give a cast member a producer credit. Wow, you really hate Bethany. I don't hate Bethany, my love. I actually loved Bethany. I thought Bethany was one of the best reality stars. She was my top reality star. I bought Skinny Girl Margaritas up until a couple of months ago. I bought her books. I went to her book signings. I bought Skinny Girl products if I saw them out in stores. Um, I listened to her podcast. I was willing to, oop, I was willing to, um, watch her her YouTube series. I followed Bethany. I used to follow her on TikTok up until a couple of days ago. I was right. That This is the thing with Bethany. She's alienating herself from her own fans. She's alienating herself from her own customers, from the people that actually cared about her, like me, that bought her products. I, 
to me, seeing her call herself a podcaster and then go and get a big interview with Raquel Levis and then bomb the interview the way that she did. But she's not even mad that she bombed the interview. She's literally trolling people in the comments, laughing at the fact that she's going to the bank, making all this money off of it. It's sick. She's at this point, she's really lost touch with reality. Her quench for attention, her quench to feed her ego has gotten so blinding that she can't even see that she's totally alienating herself. So until she came against your friend, sorry, Zach, but I disagree. Rachel or Bethany? Bethany, my judgment of Bethany comes from a few different perspectives. One is a fan who has lost faith in her. Two is a podcaster who's embarrassed to even be associated with her because she didn't even do her research. Bethany's a business, business pays the bills. Listen, I agree. I'm not mad at it, but she's not doing anything noble. It, It makes me even question her motive for be strong. She wants us to believe that she's a humanitarian. I don't think she actually cares. I think she wants to feed her ego and she wants people to believe that she's such a humanitarian. So I don't get why people are dragging me for having an opinion about Bethany Frankel. If Bethany Frankel can have an opinion about Bravo and you're all going to go eat her coochie, then why can't I have an opinion about Bethany Frankel without you trying to troll me in my comments? If you don't like what I have to say, you're not welcome to, I mean, you're welcome to leave. I'm, I'm cool. I'm here to recap the podcast and give my opinion about it. You make it personal because it is personal to me. This is my job. I take my job seriously. I'm a podcaster. I've been doing this for eight years. I interview people for a living. That pays my bills. I know the value of money. That means something to me. This job means something to me. So when I see somebody that brags about being number one in the podcast charts without actually doing her research before going into an interview and is making a mockery of what we actually do. And that's not my sentiment. Trust me, I've talked to many other podcasters, big podcasters. We've all had these conversations behind the scenes right now. The fact that I think we, again, I was a champion for Bethany. That's I think, like, that's what I'm getting a little confused about here in the, in the comments is it's like, I was a fan of Bethany up until last week. Even when she was eating her crab and doing her cuckoo crazy stuff, I was kind of on her side. And I was actually like, oh, Bethany got this interview with Rachel. Let's see where this goes. I was willing to give Rachel the space to talk about her therapy, to talk about what she's learned, to talk about the growth. We've gotten none of that. She didn't come out talking about what she learned in therapy. She spent, what, maybe two minutes on that, and now she's dragging the rest of her cast members? Come on, you guys. Let's get real. Let's not be bozos, and let's actually put our thinking caps on here. If you don't like what I have to say, you're welcome to leave. And if you would like to stay, you wa- you're welcome to stay. Um, so I don't think Tom Sandoval has offered his producer credit. I do think it's gross if he even said that. I don't think he would. I just it, That's never happened in the history of like ever. So let's not even go there, right? Bethany says that everybody's profiting, although she fails to mention that she herself is also profiting because if it didn't matter to you, then put out the entire two-hour interview, no ad revenue, Put it out there. Let Rachel tell her story and give her the platform to tell her story. But Bethany didn't do that. She clipped it up into three different parts, released it in over multiple different days, and has run so many ads over it. And she's, I'm sure, going to do her YouTube vlog. So, you know, Rachel says that when you sign up for reality television, you're selling your soul. Great. Then leave. Why were you negotiating to come back for the new season if it's selling your soul? If your soul means that much to you, why agree to come back? Literally, why would you agree to go back into the same arena where you sold your soul? Why? I mean, it's really that simple. Why? Like, if, if your mental health is your priority, why come back? It was just announced that she's officially quit Vanderpump Rules. That came out in the news today that she's officially quit. Why did that come out on Thursday after the first part of the interview dropped? After the second part of the interview dropped. So what, there was still a chance? 
that you were going to come back based off of what the reception of how this podcast was received. And now that it wasn't received the way that you thought it was going to be received, you're out. I'm sorry. Make it make sense. It was a toxic environment. You hated it. You sold your, it's selling your soul. Why are you negotiating to come back for the new season? And not only negotiating to come back, but asking for more money. Is your soul worth that much money? Put a price tag on your soul. If you think it's selling your soul, what is the price tag? That's what I want to know. How much does she believe she, her soul was worth? Because she was willing to sell it. She was claiming, she's claiming Bravo's the devil. She was negotiating with the devil, as was Bethany Frankel. We just found out that a few months ago, Bethany was trying to pitch another show to them. You guys are claiming that Bravo's the devil, but yet you're continuing to negotiate with the devil until what? You're asked out until Bravo didn't want to pay you more money, until Bravo didn't want to pick up your show, Bethany. Now you're mad at the network because they didn't give you what you wanted. So what is this? Is this a tantrum? Is this retaliation? Make it make sense. Then we get into the Kristen of it all. And so Rachel says that Kristen got her spinoff as a way to shut her up to prevent her from talking about the alleged abuse that she claims came from James Kennedy, which is a big accusation, a big accusation, right? Um, and I don't know how there are not legal ramifications from saying something like this, that Bravo basically paid off Kristen Doty. It's speculation. She has no evidence of it. She has no proof of it. She didn't even have any proof that James actually assaulted Kristen. Now we have seen that Kristen and James do have a toxic relationship, right? We'll get into that in a little bit because Kristen has responded to this. But yeah, that's a good point made in mass. Kristen punched James on camera. Their relationship was always toxic. I believe that the assault went both ways. I believe we'll get into what Kristen said, but I want to get, uh, first finish recapping the podcast. So, but that's a big accusation to make, and that can come with some serious legal ramifications for making an accusation saying that the network paid her off to prevent her from talking about James Kennedy, which Kristen has denied. We'll get into it in a second, though. Um, Bethany talks about the pendulum swinging and how Jax and Kristen went from being fired to now they're on their comeback. And listen, that's what happens, right? When you play the game, the pendulum swings. You're the villain one day and the hero the next day. You're the hero and then the villain. And it kind of goes back and forth. Everybody takes a beating at some point. Bethany knows that better than anybody else. And I believe that that would have happened with Rachel as well. Had she kept playing the game, she would have gone from the villain to probably become a heroine. Some people really are enjoying her. Some people seem to really like her. So I think more people would have, you know, had she really come out of therapy evolved, then I think that would have been a great opportunity for her to have a comeback, right? But she didn't come out evolved. She came back salty, probably because she didn't get the check that she wanted Bravo to give her because she was asking for the check. Again, what's your priority? Mental health or signing your deal with the devil? What's your priority? Being free of reality TV or selling your soul? Your own words, selling your soul. That's what it is. So Jax and Kristen at one point were in this place where they were the most hated. They were the villains, right? Ultimate villains got fired, didn't have a job. They took their beating. They put their pieces of their life back together. And then they were given an opportunity to come back. The pendulum always swings. Bethany knows that better than anybody. So Rachel was offered a chance to return. She wanted more money. She chose not to return. She had the opportunity. It's not like Bravo wasn't giving her that opportunity. I'm sure it came with a raise. It was just a raise that she didn't feel was sufficient enough for her to sell her soul for. Bethany then reads some headlines about how amazing the ratings were. And then she's like, wow, Bethany, wow, because she did no research prior to this. And she's like, wow, these were the ratings? Yeah, we know. We all read these headlines when they were relevant. 
you reading them, like you doing your research in your interview with Rachel is just like baffling to me. Um, she reads quotes from the reunion with, you know, things that people said to Rachel and she gets teary, teary her eyes get, you know, teary reading the things that people said to Rachel at the reunion, which is interesting because I would love for Bethany to reread all of the nasty, ugly, vile things that she herself has said to her cast members on national television outside of a single reunion, but throughout her entire reality television career, she has berated and made Remember when she made Sonia cry because Sonia wanted to do Tipsy Girl? And Sonia's like, I thought you would have like mentored me and helped me and you would have been happy for me. And Bethany was like, no, you're a fraud. You're a fake. She ripped apart Ramona's businesses. She ripped apart Sonia's businesses. She ripped apart Luann's character. Remember when she was like, Luann, you fuck everybody. You fuck married men and you fuck 20-year-old men. And she called her a whore and she made all sorts of nasty. Go to sleep. That's another great. Look at what she did to Kelly Bensimone. Kelly Bensimone, who is clearly mentally unstable on Scary Island, and Bethany annihilated her and continued to annihilate her every time beyond that. Bethany is the most ruthless and toothless. She was one of the most cutthroat reality stars. And like, remember when she called Luann a dumb drag queen in her confessional? She's like, what are you talking about, you dumb drag queen? She called her a whore that fucked everyone, accused her of sleeping with married men. This is the game that Bethany helped build. So I don't understand why she's so mad at it. And I think it goes back to my theory that not only does she, does she, yes, she helped build this game, but she played it the best. She was one of the MVPs to ever come out of it. And I think she doesn't want anybody else to, you know, succeed her. And so why not destroy the, the game that, you know, helped build her? Abuse is abuse. Exactly. And if she's claiming that Rachel was abused, then Bethany has to take accountability for the her own abuse that she did to other people. So then Rachel gets into her adoption story, which I thought was going to be a little more humanizing, but Bethany doesn't lean into it. Bethany doesn't really talk about it. Rachel like opens the door and, and talks about that, how her mother couldn't have children. So then her aunt ended up giving birth to her and then giving her to her mother because her mother was incapable of having children. That was interesting. I didn't know that. I thought she was literally just like adopted. I didn't realize her mother was incapable of having children. And so the aunt stepped in to carry Rachel and give birth to Rachel. And then her mom was able to have a child. Great story. Endearing story. I would have loved to have gotten to know that side of her, especially because she says she's no longer Raquel. Now she's Rachel. And so she wants to embrace who Rachel actually is because she did the inner child work. Why aren't we getting into that? If we really want to get to know her and we really want to show that she's not the villain that she is, then why are we asking her about Ariana and Tom? Honestly, why are we asking her about Ariana and Tom if we want to prove that she's not the villain when all we do is open up the door for her to shade Ariana and Tom? That sounds like villain villain behavior to me. Sorry, not sorry. You know? Then Bethany gets into how Rachel is someone's daughter and how if somebody said those things to her own daughter, she'd be so hurt. Um, Hello, Bethany. You know who else were daughters? The women that you degraded on national television with the footage that lives out there forever. So Bethany blames Andy Cohen for not protecting Rachel. Rachel says that she went to the reunion to face the hate and pay her penance for, you know, her misdeeds. Then they talk about being emotionally abused. I don't know, maybe like how Kelly Bensimone was emotionally abused by Bethany Frankel or how Bethany's taking advantage of Rachel right now by putting out a three-part interview plus a behind-the-scenes vlog that she'll upload onto her YouTube. This part two was worse than part one, and I can only imagine what part three is going to bring. 
So maybe I'll do a bonus episode this weekend where we get into part three. But I mean, it's truly baffling to me. But Kristen Doty's spoken out. Ariana Maddox has spoken out. Katie Maloney's responded. So let's get into what they have to say. But first, you know I love to be a good host. And part of being a good host is having everyone's favorite drink candy. Aperol Spritz. I gotcha, boo. Vodka soda with the twist. Easy peasy. Spicy margarita with the tahine rim and a splash of Grand Marinier Cordon Rouge. No problem. As long as it's not a skinny girl margarita. Listen. I've got Drizzly, which is the go-to app for drink delivery. Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it, all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself. Any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host, and a good host has Drizzly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com now. Okay, let's get into what the cast has said. Yes, I'm going to promote Drizzly. And no, I hope you don't order Skinny Girl on Drizzly. But I mean, listen, whatever you do, float, float, uh, whatever floats your boat. And yes, I'm going to make money off this. I'm going to capitalize off of my own podcast. At least I'm honest about it. Bethany's being ruthless and toothless. Um, okay, what is the cast saying? So according to a screenshot that was shared by Reddit user Modern Jane Austen, when com- when someone commented on Ariana Maddox's recent Instagram photo about Ariana circulating Rachel's non-consensual screen recording, asking people why we aren't holding Ariana accountable, Ariana replied, and Ariana said, because that very clearly did not happen. So Ariana is denying Rachel's claim that she was circulating this naughty FaceTime video. Ariana claims she never sent that to anybody else. And then one of her friends, I believe it was Logan, not the Logan that slept with James, but another Logan, or the Logan that claims she was slept with James, but another Logan also posted on Instagram, and he claims that he never saw the video. So they're all claiming that that was a fabrication, which, I mean, listen, who's going to want to watch the video? Let's be clear about that. Like, who is going to want to, like, be like, yeah, let me see Raquel play with her coochie while she watches porn in her New York hotel room. Nobody cares about that. Why would you want to see that? If that were, I would not want to see that. I would literally not want to see that if, um, like, if my good friend was cheated on, the last thing I want to see is the mistress that was, you know, playing. Oh, Brad. Brad is the one that posted. Sorry, not Logan. Brad. Ariana's friend Brad is the one that posted on his Instagram story. Thank you for the clarification. So, yeah. Why would I want, why would I want to watch that? Why would any of them want to watch that? Once you tell me that it exists and you tell me that you've seen it, I believe you as my friend. I'd be like, let's go. So that's what Ariana's claiming, or that's what Ariana's saying about that. She's denying the claims that she shared it. Also inflammatory, big accusation that Rachel made on Bethany's podcast without any evidence. That's all speculation. Um, Inflammatory, defamatory, because you're claiming that she committed a crime and did something that violated your privacy. Big accusation. Probably doesn't have a claim against Rachel, though, because as a public figure, you have to prove that the person knowingly lied and did it to harm your reputation. Rachel kind of played within the realm of like, well, I believe she circulated it, but I don't know for a fact, but I believe that she did. So she can kind of get away with that. 
Kristen Doty also entered the group chat, basically confirming allegations that James Kennedy was abusive towards her while they dated. Now, the actual type of abuse has yet to be specified. The actual detailed allegations also have yet to be specified. People are running with it as being physical abuse. Um, So we don't know what the accusations are. Listen, and some people are probably going to be mad at me for saying this, but it's like we don't know what those accusations are. And until Kristen actually comes out and is honest or open and shares those details, we can't judge that because we don't know what the the reality was. All we know is that Kristen James did have a really toxic relationship, right? Roll back the footage of Kristen punching James in the parking lot in the face. Whose wedding? There was somebody's wedding, right? And they're fighting in the parking lot. She literally punches him on the face and that was on camera. So I believe they had a very toxic relationship. We also saw James spitting on her door as he left her apartment. So these two are as toxic as it comes. Um, I don't believe that a man should ever put his hands on a woman. I don't think I don't believe anyone should ever put their hands on anyone. Period. End of story. Abuse is abuse. And, you know, but again, the actual allegations, Kristen could, could be referring to emotional abuse. She could be referring to mental abuse. She could be referring to physical abuse. We really don't know. But she has come out and basically confirms that, Rachel wasn't lying when she said that there was abuse, but she did clarify that Bravo did not pay her off. She's like, I never got hush money from Bravo. The reality show is not their way of shutting me up. So it was Sheena's first wedding. She punched James. Yes, that's what the wedding that it was. So yeah, Kristen seems to confirm that there was some form of abuse, but again, we don't know the actual details of that abuse, um, but she seems to confirm that, but she is very clear that Bravo did not pay her off, but she's like, listen, if anybody does want to give me some money, she's like, I'll take it. I'm like, well, there you go, Kristen. You do you, girl. One thing Kristen is going to do is be Kristen, and we got to love her for it, right? We love Kristen Doty for being crazy Kristen. Some people are also alleging that James abused Rachel. Rachel has not made that claim herself. Rachel has not said that James hit her. People are saying that they believe that James assaulted her, and that's why she needed to get a second nose job. Speculation. We can't be making accusations like that unless we have proof or unless someone has come forth and confirmed that. Rachel has not come out and confirmed that. Rachel, from as far as I know, never actually alleged that. So, yeah. Katie Maloney also posted on her Instagram story saying that she had a song stuck in her head all day. And I believe she quoted the words, why you lying? So she's basically alluding to the fact that Rachel was lying to Bethany, probably about not being, not ever being friends with uh, Ariana and all the things that she said in part one because it seemed like Katie was responding to part one and not quite at part two just yet. So seems that she's shading Rachel as well. Lisa Vanderpump talked to TMZ. We know Lisa Vanderpump is friends with TMZ, so it does seem like she tipped them off, but they caught her in the back alley at Sir. And she told TMZ that Rachel was absolutely paid for her participation in season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. And she says, I believe that Rachel earned $361,000 for last season. So the claims that Rachel made no, didn't make a single penny off of Scandaball, not true. Rachel was paid, according to TMZ, $20,000 per episode per her contract. She did make her money. And listen, she would have made more money if she didn't go into her mental health facility and she chose to lean into all the endorsement deals the way the rest of the cast did. She would have made her money. She would have made a ton of money. She chose to go into treatment and she chose to make her mental health a priority. And then she came out of treatment. I was like, fuck my mental health. Let me get back in the limelight. So 
it's hard to really feel for her when she keeps making decisions, she keeps making choices to continue to dig the grave deeper for her. Bethany, on the other hand, seems to own not paying Rachel because she was in her comments and she was claiming that she was responding to people and she's like, listen, she came to me. I didn't go to Rachel. She wanted to talk to me. That was her choice, her voice, her choice. So Bethany has no shame in not paying her. Bethany does not give a shit. Bethany's getting off on the fact that we're all talking about Bethany. Bethany is is getting gassed up on the fact that we're giving her attention right now. But again, yes, it's attention right now, but it's also alienating her um, her audience and her fan base. Um, let's see. Did I get... Oh, Norma gave a super chat too. Norma, Norma said Rachel's birth mother had two kids and gave Rachel to her sister, her aunt, and her aunt and mother also adopted another girl and she, who she sent back when the girl was 11. Yikes. Well, that is... See, why didn't we get into that? Why didn't Bethany ask her about that? Oh, yeah, because Bethany didn't do her research because Bethany doesn't give a shit. Bethany just wants to monetize off of Scandaball. Listen, we all monetized off of Scandaball, right? At least we own it. Don't be mad at Bravo for monetizing off of Scandaball when you're going to come up in here and you're going to monetize off Scandaball as well. And you're going to keep all the pennies while crying that Raquel got no pennies. Girl, bye. Shut up with your bullshit. Nobody's believing it at this point. This is the downfall of Bethany. I agree. It's interesting. Um, I just I find the whole thing odd considering Bethany's talking about fighting against exploitation, yet here she is, as I mentioned, doing a three-part interview and likely will be releasing a behind-the-scenes vlog on her YouTube as she did with Jill. So yeah, we'll see what part three brings. I anticipate it's gonna be another half hour. I'm sure at that point we'll get into the dog because they teased the dog in, in Thursday's episode part two. So we'll see. Now, shall we get into an Ask Zach? I did put out the hotline number. Some of you guys did call in and leave some voicemails. So let's play some of your voicemails and get into your questions. All right? Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Ow. Throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Okay. Let's see here. dun 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 Okay, who should we... Okay, let's take the first call from Destiny. All right, Destiny, let's hear what you got to say, girl. This is Destiny, a big fan. I am calling to ask you this question. I'm being nosy, but mm-hmm. you're family, right? What is the issue between you and Up and Adam? He's being sketch. He's saying low-key things. What happened? You guys are so good together. Love you more, but I'm curious. Fish queen. Uh, um okay so destiny is asking what happened between me and up and adam um i mean i feel like i've addressed this a million times oh sorry destiny um okay so destiny's asking what was the situation between up and adam i mean listen i will say it wasn't one thing that happened between adam and i it was multiple things that happened like it was a pattern of behavior and a series of things that happened after our tour throughout last summer um specifically i think the real big crux was we were we had a deal with a big network that we were supposed to go in together the tour was supposed to lead to our own morning show we were in negotiations for months and months and months um and then at the very end he decided to pull out of that deal deal didn't tell me that he called the network directly and had a conversation with them and then sent me a text message after the fact saying hey um 
by the way, I pulled out of this deal and I'm going to start an independent podcast with my fiance instead. Good luck. Peace. And I was kind of like, wait, you're telling me this information on a text message. And I didn't realize you were setting up a backup podcast with your fiance. Like I didn't have a backup podcast. I was lining up. I thought we were in this together. Like I thought we were doing the show together. We did a whole tour together. No filter up and Adam, Zach and Adam tour last year. So I was very hurt by that. I felt like it was very indicative. It to me outlined what our friendship was. If you couldn't have an actual conversation with me and instead you decided to, you know, instead you decided to, I don't know. Listen, I mean, I feel like I've talked about this a million times, but yeah, basically that was it. We had a deal. The deal fell apart. I decided to still move forward with the network. Um, And as a result of moving forward with the network, it felt my impression was it felt like he was not happy with the fact that I decided to move forward with the network. And so I started to sense this really uncomfortable energy. I tried to address it. I tried to work through it. I was like, can we talk about this? Like, it's weird. We're friends. We are like brothers. Like, I love you. Like, can we talk about this? He didn't want to talk about it. He's like, there's no issue. You're making this all up in my, in your head, whatever. He goes off. He launches his podcast. I believe the podcast bombed in like three months. So they pulled the podcast. What was it called? Um, what was the podcast called? I don't remember what it was called. Uh, oh, Hot Messy Podcast. And there's no more Hot Messy Podcast. But um, I will say that that conversation with that network that was being had last summer with Adam and I, conversations for that has been picked up again without Adam. Um, so there may be another possible morning show that will be coming to fruition as a result without Adam. Listen, I wish him all the best. I know he's married now. And, you know, even though his podcast didn't do well, I know his YouTube is doing well. So good for him. I know people really love him. I know people really resonate with his content. So I don't want to knock him. Whatever happened between us personally is what happened between us personally. That was our friendship. That shouldn't be reflective of the content we that we put out. Because as I've said a million times, we all work very hard on the content that we put out there. So I want to be very clear that, you know, I don't think anybody should not support him if they really like and resonate with him and his content. Because um, we all work very hard. And I never want to take a penny out of anybody's mouth. I'm not Bethany Frankel. I'm not going to, you know, do the damn thing. But yeah. Okay, um, next question comes from Angela. Okay, Angela, let's hear it. Angela from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And my question Hi, is, Angela. do you think that Rocky Bang Bang is going to come back? And if she does, is she going to come back on fire? Thanks for my question. Bye. Okay, um, is Rocky Rocky Bang Bang going to come back? No, we just found out. As of this morning, it was reported, I believe, was it Variety or Entertainment Tonight? I don't know. Who's the one? That she's, she's always talking to different press outlets. But Rocky Rocky Bang Bang is officially not coming back. But the fact that she was still in negotiations up until now, that to me is bananas bonkers. Like, why would you still be in negotiations if you said that this was the most toxic environment ever and you had to sell your soul? Cuckoo crazy. Not a fan. Thank you. Next. Okay. Uh, last call comes from Katie from Fresno. Hi, Katie from Fresno. From Fresno, California. Um, Hi, Katie. Extremely hot. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I'm calling to ask you a couple of questions. I hope you're feeling good. I'm really thrilled for you about your eyes. I'm hoping my husband does the same thing here soon. Um, one of my questions is, when are you getting that great wine in a can back with the uh, great things about the housewives? I love that. Um, and my other question is, 
Okay, so she mentioned, uh, not Ariana, what's her face, Rachel mentioned that she wants to sue Bravo, and she acted like, I guess Bethany asked her um, something about how are you and Ariana, are you happy for that she got all this stuff, and she said, well, yes, I'm happy for her, I'm trying to be somebody who can forgive, like she needs to forgive Ariana, and um, and she's mad that she didn't get her take. The person she should sue, though, I don't know how she thinks Bravo has a, a spot in that she should sue Tom Sandoval for filming her without her permission. If she's going to sue anybody, I think she probably knew. I think she's full of ball about all of it. I think she was friends with Ariana and she was friends with Sheena. And I think Bethany should have also asked her, why were you such a creep to um, Katie? And she was using all of those guys. She used them more than they ever even dreamed of using her. So, um, and I think her parents are trying to get some money back to the mental institute that she went into. I'm calling it a bad name, not mental, the, you know, healthcare place she went into. Um, she is not a good chick. I'm just, I, I was hoping the same thing as you, that I would come to some understanding of her. But she's really just not a good gal. Um, and I think Bethany is using the hell out of her. And I think Bethany is... She's so naive. I mean, she's supposed to be so smart. She comes off like this very smart, you know, businesswoman. And actually, I've never seen her sound so stupid. So anyway, what's your take? Do you think that she has the right to sue Bravo, or do you think she should uh, sing Tom Sandoval? Um, Okay, thank you, Katie. Um, First part of the question was, when is the wine coming back? The wine will hopefully be back very, very soon. Um, What's your question again? Uh, The wine will be back very, very soon. And I am taking meetings and working with new partners and working on new formulations and tastings and all of that stuff. So it will, even though people dragged me and said that the wine was a flop, and I know... I think Adam even shaded my wine as well and called the wine a flop as well. So my flop wine will be back very soon. Um, I'm very proud of it. It sold out multiple times. It was supposed to be a limited edition collaboration back in 2021 um, and then continued all the way to the end of 2022. So that was what, 12, that was like 18 months that we kept the wine line alive and now we're, we're moving on. Moving on. Oh, wow. My producer just texted me and said No Filter is currently number 39 on the Apple Top 100. Woo, woo. We're number 39 right now, baby. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, definitely leave me an Apple review with five stars to let me know that you're loving the podcast and keep us in that rating. Ooh, we're number 39 in the top 40 on Apple Podcasts right now. Let's get it, honey. Let's get it. Number 39 and looking so damn fine. Um, so Wine Line is coming back. Thank you for asking, Katie. Stay tuned. I hope to have it back by the holidays. Um, And trust me, when we bring it back, it's going to be bigger and better and it's going to be fun and the designs are going to be new and the cans are going to be new and it's going to be different than what we did before. And I'm hoping you really enjoy it. So stay tuned for that. Wine will be back soon. No filter wine. And then um, the question was, what are my thoughts about Rachel suing Bravo and not suing Tom Sandoval? Uh, She's not suing Bravo. Nobody's suing Bravo. That's the thing. That's the biggest misconception and kind of the biggest spin that Bethany's putting out into the news is that she's suing Bravo and she's not suing Bravo. Like literally that's not a real thing. There's no lawsuit that's being filed. They've sent a letter of intent to say, hey, Bravo, we might sue you soon because we have some people that have some things to say about you, but never, there's no lawsuit currently. I believe this interview was Bethany and Rachel's attempt to try and build the case against Bravo. 
and hopefully gain some public support, which it seems to have backfired on them. So I don't think a lawsuit will ever come forth. If it does, it's not, I don't envision it going anywhere. I don't envision it going to trial. And then uh, do I think she should sue Tom Sandoval? I believe that if that was so important to her, her her privacy being violated, which was her claim, and she was upset that Ariana circulated this, then instead of being upset with Ariana, she should be upset with Tom Sandoval, who actually recorded it, right? More than she should be upset with Ariana, who, who allegedly circulated it, even though Ariana has denied circulating it. So those is my thoughts. Um, I think that she should sue Tom Sandoval. If that's really how she feels and she felt so violated and her privacy was violated and all that, then there you go. First time Instagram live, long time listener. Thank you, freaking Rika. Freaking Rika. So, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see what you guys are saying on the YouTube. Uh, you guys seem to be excited about the wine coming back. You're asking about how I'm doing after LASIK. Yes, I had LASIK on Monday. No, sorry. I had LASIK on Tuesday morning. And I'm doing well. I'm rec- As you can see, I'm doing... I mean, my left eye is a little bit red. I think you can kind of... I don't know if you can see it. Um, it is a little bit red. That's a little bit of the bruising. But doesn't hurt. The, the eyes are a little dry. I have... Um, I have drops that are helping with that. So aside from that, I see great. My vision is great. I'm very happy with the results. Thank you to Dr. Alexandra Shabil. I'll be sure to put a, a video of the entire process because we filmed it. I'll be sure to post that soon. Do you think that Dana Wilkie has a point? Um, I know Dana Wilkie is not a fan of mine. Uh, I know she's also trashed my wine line in the past, even though she wanted me to send her some free wine, and I did. And then she went on to say that... My wine gave her a really bad hangover, which she's the first person to ever say my wine's ever given somebody a hangover because there's no sugar in it and it's low sulfite. So, um, listen, I don't know what point she's made. I don't consume any of her content. I'm sure she's made a great point. A lot of people made great points when it comes to Bethany and Rachel. So, I'm sure she's made a great point. I I don't know what that point is, though. Um, Okay. Zach, are you okay? Your left eye looks very red. Yes, Rose. I know you just had LASIK, so maybe it's still healing. I literally just had LASIK less than 48 hours ago. So yes, I am still healing, um, doing my drops. They say that the, the the redness in my eye should be fully healed within the next two weeks. So the redness will be gone. It's basically like a bruising. It's just the blood vessels in my eye that popped. It's essentially a bruise in my eye. So it will eventually clear up and my vision will continue to get more clear and more crisp. And I'm very excited about that. Um, Okay. Rose, I think Sheena punched Zach. Yeah, that's exactly what Sheena Shea punched me. And now I have a a restraining order filed against her. So there's that. Uh, Which Adam shaded you up in Adam. Uh, is the one the audio needs a max time of 15 seconds sorry not sorry yes okay guys if you're gonna call into the hotline make sure you have a a quick concise question um as much as i appreciate all of the tangents and hot takes we do want to make sure we keep it concise i still have two cans yes and uh i love that people are like actually collecting the cans um let's see Rocky, Rocky, bang, bang is just not a good person. She's irredeemable at this point. Uh, Listen, I don't, I never like when people say that somebody's good or bad. I think people are, people were flawed. We are equal parts good and bad. It's who we choose to be. The hotline idea is cute. Thanks, bravo, babe. Love you, bravo, babe. You're the bravo, babe. And I love you, my dear. Um, Thank you. I love the hotline too. 
Adam is fine as hell too. I mean, listen, good for Adam. If you think he's hot, good for great. You know, it's got lots of YouTube videos. You can use it as bait material. Um, does anyone have thoughts on Bethany's agenda here? I mean, listen, that's what this whole podcast was about. My thoughts on Bethany's agenda here. What's the phone number to leave you a message? Oh yes. Let me give you the hotline number. Those are all the hotline calls we'll take for today, but be sure to leave a voicemail with your questions over the next week. And then next week's live, I'll be sure to take your questions or your voicemails. Again, the number is 323-389-5915. That's 323 323- Three eight nine five nine one five. If you're international, you will need to do the plus one, one three two three three eight nine five nine one five. Last time, three two three three eight nine five nine one five. I'll be sure to leave it on the screen below. That way, in the future, you can just like screenshot it and save it. Um, okay. I'll take a few more. Glad your eyes are healing just fine. Thank you, Miguel. Does it cost money to call in? No, Christopher, it's absolutely free. I mean, aside from, you know, whatever it costs to make a phone call. But I mean, if you have a phone plan, you should be fine. But you don't have to pay anything to call in. You just call in, you leave me a voicemail. Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, if you want to page me, it's okay. This podcast was trash, Zach. I agree. Oh, I thought you meant my podcast, Janelle. I was like, damn. I'm an international lifestyle brand. Okay, uh, nicest way to respond. What did I respond to what? Um, ask for Pata Bay or steroid drops. I do have steroid drops that I start on day six. Um, as of right now, I'm on my antibiotic drops and my moisturizing drops. And then I have some uh, hydrating drops that I'll start after. And I have my steroid drops that I start next week. Does anyone think Sheena punched Rachel? I don't think she punched her. I believe Sheena when Sheena's like, she grabbed me and I like pushed her off of me. And I think that's what happened. She was like, get the fuck off of me. And then maybe slapped her. Maybe her ring, maybe her nail. I think something may have scratched Rachel, but I don't think Sheena was like, hey, bitch, boom, let me punch you in the face. Like, come on. Sheena's this big and she's going to punch tall ass Raquel. Come on. What a joke. I know when Zach's hotline bling, it can only mean one thing. You used to call me on my hotline. Thank you, Agumen, uh, Agumen Clean. Woo woo. Zach, when are you going on Watch What Happens Live? I mean, listen, I'm available. Call me, Bravo. Call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, you have my hotline number now. Hey, I joined your membership. Who do you think is cuter? Who do I think is cute? I don't know. Who do you think is cute? Who are we comparing? I don't feel, listen, I, uh, we're not going to get into, I, I'm like, really insecure about like how I look. Um, so like I, I don't like, it makes me uncomfortable when people tell me that, well, your eyes look great for just having LASIK done a couple days ago. Yes. I had it done Tuesday morning. So it's been, Oh, 48 hours at this point, I guess you're very young. Please keep in mind that LASIK isn't permanent. I know LASIK isn't permanent, but I mean, I'm young. I'm 30. So by the time I'm what, like 40, 50, I'll maybe need some reading glasses and then I'll look like a cute dilf. A cute gilf, because I'll hopefully be, well, no, I won't be a grandpa in 10 years. My God, that would be crazy. Everything happens for a reason, in my opinion. Your content surpasses up and Adam and keep it going. Thank you, Natasha. And listen, I'm glad you resonate with my content. I'm sure other people will resonate with his content, and that's great. Um, Norma says, hey, Zach, today's voting for the Emmys uh, is open. We vote until the 28th. Is Vanderpump Rules near Bethany is going crazy um, to the bank on that? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, Endeb says, are you listening to the calls for the first time with us? Um, no, I'm hearing them before and then I'm hearing them again as they're playing. Just me being honest. I do listen to them ahead of time just to make sure we're not getting like a crazy call, right? We don't want somebody to be like cuckoo crazy. So I do vet the calls. Um, the hotline's new. So those are the only three voicemails we got since launching and announcing a couple days ago. So it is open. Hopefully it'll pick up and people will send in more calls as we come. So yeah. My mom sent me enjoy your content. Thank you, SW. I appreciate that. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Okay. Any final questions, thoughts, feelings, vibes? Um, you're gorgeous, but your heart shines. Thank you. I love both of y'all, period. I just hope you figure it out. I hope you figure it out too. Listen, I'm always open. Um, I'm always open to forgiveness. I have shit that I need to take accountability for, and I'm willing to own that and apologize for that and move forward from that. And I, you know, if that willingness comes on both sides, I'm happy to do that. We're still in the same world. I would hate for us to see each other and for it to be awkward. So it is what it is. Are you doing members only? Not tonight. But we will do members only this weekend. Like I said, I have to pack tonight because I'm moving out of my apartment. I'm excited to move into my new apartment. Finally, um, I got the keys at the beginning of the month, but I've had both apartments throughout the month of August. And I've been going back and forth, setting up the new place while also packing up the old place. But I officially move everything over tomorrow on Friday. So Friday will be my big move day. So I have to pack tonight. So I won't do members only tonight, but we will do a members only this weekend. And I think it'll be... It'll be fun. We'll get into a lot. There's a lot for us to talk about. So, yes. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still hot. NCNP says, I've had LASIK for 15 years and it's still amazing. Keep your vitamin D up. And I mean the supplements. Listen, I've been getting no vitamin D lately except for the sun and the capsule, right? Congrats to your new apartment. Thank you. I'm really excited about the new apartment. Um, It's my, I've been, I've lived in this apartment for the past almost five years now. It's a studio apartment that I live in currently, and I'm now moving into a two-bedroom. I'm building one of the bedrooms into a studio, so this is like a really big, exciting move for me, and I'm very excited about it. Your new place is lovely. You haven't even seen it yet, Dina. Isn't she lovely? You've seen little bits of it, but you haven't really seen it. Wait till it's all set up. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Um, yes, guys, one last time, the hotline number, you used to call me on my cell phone. It's 323-389-5915, 323-389-5915. Okay, I will take two more questions and then we'll um, move. Are you, uh, yeah, we'll t- I'll take three more questions and then we'll we'll wrap up for tonight because we're already over an hour. Um, Amy Rose asks, are you moving closer to your mom? No, <laughs> I'm not moving closer to my mom. Love my mother. Took her to go get Juvo. So everybody knows that I obviously I get injectables, uh, tox injections and filler injections. I do filler under my eyes because my eyes genetically have like bags, um, just genetics. And I get really hollow in this area under my eye. So I do a little bit of filler there. And then instead of Botox, I do Juvo, which is the by Evelis. It's a tox. It's a, um, what is that? A muscle paralyzer. So it softens the, the lines, gets rid of your, your fine lines and wrinkles. So no, my forehead doesn't really move. Um, my glabella, my 11 lines are gone. My forehead lines are gone. My crow's eyes, my, yeah, crow's lines are gone. My bunny lines are gone. And I feel like I'm still, I'm still, I'm still hot. Mm. Um, so yeah, I took her to get Juvo for the first time and she is loving it so far. 
Um, is my apartment furnished? No, I'm in the process of furnishing it. Are you taking the second dog? Yes, Russ, I'm taking the second dog. So I have Skywalker right here. I have little baby Sky, baby shark. And then his brother Sullivan is coming home with us this weekend once I've officially moved into the new place. I didn't want to take him into the old place and then also move him into the new place. Like I wanted him to come into one home and let that be his new forever home rather than moving him into the chaos that our apartment currently is because there are literally boxes everywhere. Um, and I still have to finish packing tonight. And I'm like, ah, I might get a bottle of wine and just like kill it. Um, are you still doing book club these days? Yes, we're currently reading Audrina Patridge's book, uh, Choice uh, Choices to the Hills and Back Again. We started the first four chapters. This upcoming Tuesday, we'll break down the next four chapters. So we're currently reading Audrina Patridge's book, Choices. Um, it is in my Bravo book club Amazon storefront. So you can order it there, and I do make a percentage off of that because it is an affiliate link. So you can also go on the YouTube channel, and the, the link is in the description for part one of Book Club with Audrina Patridge. So stay tuned for that. We'll continue reading that. Um, I'm definitely calling in and asking about Adam. What is there to ask, Coffee Buzz? Uh, I literally don't know what's left to ask about that. I mean, listen, you know I'm always going to keep it 100 with you guys. Um, so yeah. You are hot, Mary. That's very sweet of you. I don't feel hot, but I love the sentiment. Thrapple with the Bravo babe and the Bravo mom. You guys would be so fun and kill it. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Can we see Sky? No, Sky's asleep right now, even though he keeps knocking the camera. He is asleep right now, and I want him to get a little bit of a nappy in because then I'm going to walk to Jason's to go see my favorite judgy cashier, the guy that works at Jason's who judges my soul. And he's like, oh, another bottle of wine tonight? And I'm like, yes, because I'm an alcoholic. Don't judge me. So I'm going to take Sky for a little walk. Maybe he'll do a little bit of potty time, and then he'll come home and come to bed. Okay. Um, last question. After Audrina's book, we should read Mike's Situations Tell All. Ooh, that's a good one. Angelina from the Jersey Shore just DM'd me which was so random, right? I was like, oh, hi. She just followed me on Instagram. So many people have been following me on Instagram since I started talking about the Bethany stuff. So I'm still, I'm still, I'm still hot. But Angelina DMs me and she's like, hi. And I responded, hi. I would love to Angelina. I'd love to have Angelina on. She's a hot mess. Jason's is going to miss you. No, it's not. Oh, I'm staying. So when somebody asked if I was moving closer to my mother, no. My mother lives in a different part of LA. I'm staying in downtown. I'm just moving to a nicer part of downtown in a nicer building, in a bigger apartment on a higher floor. Okay. Um, so Jason's will not miss me because I will still walk the extra couple blocks to go to Jason's. Oh my God, you guys, I'm going to Erica Jane next weekend. Both nights. I'm going opening night. I got tickets opening night and the after party and the red carpet. And I'm uh, going Saturday night with a couple of my friends. My friend Andy who's a reporter at What's Trending, and then my friend Steven, who you guys know runs the Faces by Bravo account. We're doing a boys' trip to Vegas next weekend. Woo, woo, when are you moving, babes? Uh, tomorrow, officially moving in tomorrow. So this will be my last, you guys, this is my last night in this apartment. I'm going to miss this apartment so much. This apartment carried my soul through so many things. I miss Jason's. You do. Uh, did you tell apartment guy that you're leaving? Apartment guy's been gone, Tones. I haven't talked to apartment guy in so long. Apartment guy is done. So done. So, so done. So, no, I did not tell. I, I think apartment guy's blocked. Um, so, yeah. Zach, your honesty, self-awareness, and authenticity is super hot. Thank you, Miguel. That's very sweet of you. I would rather you be attracted to my honesty, self-awareness, and authenticity. Um, sorry, I just, I had 
somebody tell me something. Maybe we'll get into this on members only. Um, I hate to leave you on this note, but like I just I had somebody that I was talking to say something to me that was like that really like fucked with my self-esteem and my like self-worth. So it just I've been in like a weird like headspace. So when I say like I don't feel attractive right now, it's like it's literally I'm like trying. Listen, I'm moving through it. Right. We process emotions. We move through them and stuff. But like I literally feel so like unsettled because of it. And so I'm just, it, it really mind fucked me. I will tell you that it really, really mind fucked me. Maybe we'll get into it on members only. I kind of don't want to, cause I kind of just want to like move on from it, but it was, yeah, it was a vibe. Oh, somebody left me another super chat. Thank you, Jennifer Williams. So Rachel and Tom are broken up. Did I miss that confirmation? I mean, it seems like that. She doesn't seem to be saying anything nice about him. So it appears that, yeah. They've broken up. When will you come to NYC? I was just in NYC a couple weeks ago. I just did a live show with the Bravo Bros in NYC. Zach, I'll be in Vegas too. I hope you have so much fun. Yay. I can't wait to see you in Vegas then, Mallory. Hopefully we get to hang. Okay. You're going through huge changes right now. Yes, I am going through huge changes right now. Lots of huge changes right now. So we shall see. I don't think I'll go live tomorrow because I'm moving tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I definitely don't. All that tells you, Zach, is that some people can go fuck themselves. I mean, it's hard. It's a really complicated situation. Um, and I don't know how I feel about the situation, Mallory. So I don't want to say like, go fuck yourself. Um, it just, I don't know. It, I feel really unsettled and weird about it. So yeah, Zach, don't let anyone get in your head that easy, like that easier to say, but seriously, you're gorgeous. I appreciate that. Um, I just, I don't even want to say it on the podcast because I'm, it like literally makes me so uncomfortable and like just weird. Um, but yeah. Okay. That said, be sure to give a, a call to the hotline. Call me, be me. If you want to reach me, I hate, sorry. I didn't mean to leave it off on that like weird, awkward note. Um, Listen, you know I always just keep it 100 with you. It's supposed to be vitamin D out there. The only vitamin D I'm getting is the hot sun here in Los Angeles. But thank you guys for uh, tuning in to today's live stream. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me an Apple review. Um, it really helps. Like we just found out I'm currently number 39 on the top 100 charts for Apple Podcasts, which is incredible. So you can keep me in the top 40 by leaving a nice Apple podcast review. They really do help. That engagement helps keep us in the charts and it supports us and it's free. So yeah, Rose says, I love that you start spontaneously singing. I love that you share your Botox and filler secrets. I get Botox twice a year max, but I'm going 52, believe it or not. Wow, you look hot in your profile photo. Um, thank you. Maybe I'll do more Botox stuff, like how to prevent bruising, you know, what to ask for, what to look for, you know. That would be a good one. Um, but yeah, give me a follow at Just Playing Zach to keep up with me. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Like and subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Just Playing Zach. You can also watch videos, full videos of the podcast now available on Spotify. Spotify doesn't let anybody just watch the podcast, watch the full video on the podcast. But I got them to to give me a little special treatment. So you can watch us on Spotify if you listen on Spotify. And if you want to call into the hotline and leave me a voicemail, you can call into one three two three. 389-5915. That's 323-389-5915. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you soon. All right. Ciao for now.